0: 720 WGN. He is one of the biggest personalities on this radio station. That is David Hochberg. You know him as the host of Home Sweet Home Chicago, Saturday mornings at 10 on WGN. What I know you as is a numbers guy, yep. David. Numbers And the inflation numbers are out.
1: Yeah, the inflation numbers are out. They uh, rose a couple days ago more than expected. They came in at uh, 3.1%. They were expecting it to be a little lower. The bond market, Lisa, absolutely freaked out, uh, shot up the the, uh, interest rates on the 30-year fixed loan. Just on that information, they were expecting lower numbers. And the bond traders were turned inside out, and the rates went up a quarter. To three-eighths of a point in one day. And then we got great news today. I mean, this is how fickle this market is. It's absolutely exhausting. Uh, retail sales are down 0.8% because everybody stopped spending money after the holidays, and they were expecting it to be down by 0.1%. So we got horrible news at the beginning of the week. We got great news today. And, you know, you saw the stock market go into epileptic shock there, right? You know, we were losing 500 points a day. We were in the red for two days in a row, and now we're up 300 points. So it's absolutely... um it' it's, it 's it's a seesaw, and it 's exhausting because you 're trying to educate your your listeners right at wgn and i 'm trying to educate our borrowers that come to us for a loan and there 's such violent swings that it 's really difficult to stay ahead of it because you 're only as good as what the rates are in the day that you quote them. And, and those that wanted, that were, you know, wanted to wait when, when rates went up on Monday, you, you're smart, right? Because they came down today. And those that, that are thinking about, oh, you know, they, they came down today, they'll probably come down tomorrow and Monday, they could go up tomorrow morning. So it's just, it's very volatile out there and it's very scary for everyone looking to purchase a home because there's just so much instability in the, in the interest rate market.
0: So when you lock in is it still for 60 days or can you do 90 how 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 long can you lock in for
1: No that's a great question some some um, some listeners were doing for 15 days because mm. they've got all their stuff in they're ready to go others are 30 45 60 you could do extended locks out out to 90 some if you want to pay up front a fee up front you could go out a full year right not that I would I would recommend people no. to do <laughs> but um, you know you looked really smart if you did that in January of 2022, right? If you locked in your 3.5% rate in January 2022, and you were going to buy and or finish your build or, or buy your house at the end of January uh, in, in December 2022, or in December 2023, when rates were in the sevens, you look like a genius. So uh, in this market, I would just Pick a good lender you trust and stay on top of it as best you can. And don't play bond trader. Lock in a rate and move on. and it was refinancing, if and when rates come down in the future, which if I you have think they quest- will.
0: Yeah. It, well, and you say they will, right? They will. They're going to. Right? Yeah. We'll also
1: be driving an Uber, but uh, nothing wrong with that.
0: (laughs) David Hochberg's with us. If you have a question, 312-981-7200, you can call or you can simply text your question in. And, you know, all the gloom and doom that everyone was predicting last year really didn't come to fruition. And it, it has to do with, I mean, it shows these retail sales. Yeah, they're down, but not as far as what the experts expected. People just keep spending.
1: People are spending money they don't have on things they don't need. I spoke with a guy um, a couple of days ago. He's um, he's up in the northern suburbs. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt. Lives in a seven hundred fifty. It sounds like a commercial. I'm not even making. I, I'm just I'm just telling you the facts here, right? Lives in a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar home. Him and his wife and a, and, and a young girl. Uh, that they have a young child, um, they've got a two uh, hundred ten some thousand dollar mortgage in the threes, two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt, and they live in a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar home. He got wiped out; his job got eliminated during COVID, and he's been doing doubles at an electronic store, uh, uh, just trying to stay ahead of it. Right? Just uh, he's you know, working. David,
0: on two hundred fifty thousand dollars of credit card debt, what is that? You're probably paying four or five thousand dollars a month in interest, if
1: you're lucky if you're lucky. Oh. Right. The minimum monthly payment is uh, is 4%, right? On, you know, If you're lucky, you could get 2%. So, so you're between five and eight grand. Finally got a job, right? He's in his 50s. He's like me. He's in his 50s. Okay. He got bounced out. And all these companies, Lisa, are looking for younger, mm-hmm. less expensive hires. And if you're in your 40s and 50s and 60s looking for a job, You know, that's why these numbers are skewed, and that's why I don't like the numbers that that they're coming out with because this guy lost his job, okay? He lost his $200,000-a-year job. He finally got it back two, three years later, right? He went to work at, at 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 a retail store making $18 an hour, okay? So it looks like he got a job. So in the employment numbers, there's one person that got a job. Hey, it's great. Yeah, but the guy went from making... 200 G's a year, okay? to making $18 an hour doing yeah. 20 hours a week in order to get health insurance for his kid and, and, and his family because his Cobra was running out or something. So his wife went back to work. He finally got a job. They finally have enough income. And didn't make a late payment. He had to tap into his retirement account, right? He had to bleed out his retirement account in order to make the minimum monthly payments over the past two years. He now has verifiable income. Or I talked to him about opening. He's got a 3% first mortgage. And I talked to him about you know, lumping them together taking out a HELOC if you took out a HELOC you'd save like six grand a month so that this is where we're at in society today is that our listeners continue to spend money now some are spending money because they have to survive right you have to feed your kid you have to you know you got a food and and medical and all this stuff and then others are just spending stuff it's like yeah you know what it's a party out there it's never going to end well Guess what? I remember row eight when the money was flowing through the 48-inch water main, and then all of a sudden, one day, all these banks are gone, and then the same amount of water right is coming through a two-inch water main. And that 46 inches of pipe is no longer there, and the pressure of water, which is a liquidity in the marketplace, is slowed down and dried up. So be very careful. And we're getting calls from a lot of experienced homeowners um, about reverse mortgages, which are the greatest product on the planet. Because the experienced homeowner, I don't like to call them old people living in homes. I like that you right? use
0: the word experience.
1: Experienced homeowner, they've outlived their assets. And they're tapping into their kids who are in their 40s and 50s and 60s for money that they don't have to take care of mom and dad. And mom and dad are living in a four, $500,000 home that's typically either paid off or close to being paid off. And we're popping lines of credit. Uh, we're, we're taking out re- reverse mortgages. At the fastest pace than we've ever done in the past twenty plus years, I've been in the mortgage industry. So the reverse mortgage for experienced homeowners who have equity in their home, looking to alleviate some of the debt load, we just saved a couple. WGN listener, I think over eighteen hundred dollars a month yeah. with, uh, with the reverse. It was a it was a life change. They're in their seventies. Complete game changing opportunity for this couple. So yeah, it's interesting out there. Uh, you know the, these numbers are good, but until our listeners and the American consumer stop spending money they don't have on garbage they don't need, the Fed is not going to lower interest rates. It's that simple.
0: All right, David Hochberg's in the studio. I told you he's a numbers guy. He's also a mortgage guy. If you have a question, 312-981-7200. First, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic. David Hochberg is a confident man rocking a purple shirt today. You're a Northwestern fan? What's going on?
1: My wife bought it for me, so I <laughs> stay I stay in my lane.
0: <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, somebody just said, I said, amen, when David finished, we are spending more than we can afford. That was the general consensus. Uh, another person said, I was thinking about a reverse mortgage, but I'm not sure how much my house is worth or if I qualify.
1: Okay, well, it's based upon 100-year life expectancy. The older you are, the more money the borrower qualifies for. If there's two borrowers, it goes off the younger of the two borrowers' age, and we could run the numbers. You just plug it in a computer system uh, that we could do for the listeners and send them out a bunch of information and answer all their questions. And if it's a product for them, we'll help them secure it. And if it's not, then at least they have the information that they could share with their friends and family for future reference.
0: Okay, let's go to Bill. Bill is on line one. Bill, what do you, what do you want to talk to David about?
2: Yeah, so uh, my wife got downsized about seven or eight months ago out of a job, and we're living out in Wheaton and with a mortgage that's um, like $3,800 a month. Yeah. Um, and we have two cars, which are both leased, and we're sort of coming out of those leases this summer, but sort of get together. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so we've been sort of debating whether or not actually to just sell the house and move back into the city and not have to buy two cars again, or at least two cars. Like we can make it work with one car. If we live in the city, it's kind of walkable okay. um, into some of the neighborhoods and just sort of wondering like that trade off of like what to go through to, you know, we, we've looked at some houses, which will save us maybe, a thousand dollars a month and like nine hundred dollars a month in mortgage um i know there's all kinds of closing costs but sort of wondering the the trade-off of that value of like you know dumping off the car obviously to sort of help us get over this hump or do we just sort of help ourselves to refi and and stay out here in wheaton and
1: well okay, so Bill's got we just lost Bill, yeah. so I don't know what happened to Bill, but here, just to give you some uh, answer to your questions, uh moving back into the city uh, the city's on sale right now, um, so it's a good opportunity to move back into the city if you want to move back into the city because um, a lot of a lot of people are getting out of the city because uh, they don't like the leadership of the city it's just a fact um should you move it 's going to cost anywhere from fifteen to thirty to forty thousand dollars to move if you 've been in a home for a long period of time so you 've got to factor all of those costs when you 're putting this into the uh, food processor to make a decision. Um, refinancing, I don't know how you're going to refinance. I can't ask Bill these questions because we, we got yeah, disconnected. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you're going to get a lower rate, but if you had a high rate and the rates were lower, refinancing is definitely an option. And you know, cutting down to two cars, you probably save a car payment of anywhere from 400 to $900 a month, which is huge. So yeah. that's the And I'll follow up. Hopefully we got his number and I'll follow up uh, after I get off air.
0: Okay, Mary's on line four. She's got a HELOC question. Go ahead, Mary. Ask David. Hey, Mary. Uh, yeah, hi, David. I would just like to know, uh, we're both retired, and uh, I've used a HELOC in the past over our lifetime. Is it something I I can get when I'm retired, and is, is it something I should have in my back pocket?
1: Sure. Uh, how much is your home worth?
0: Uh, 300000
1: What uh, What type of mortgage do you have on it? Interest rate? No, no, yeah. Uh, how, how much do you owe? Uh, I owe
0: two thirds of it, and I have a really low interest rate. Okay, like
1: two eight three. So, so you've got a two hundred thousand dollars mortgage at two point three seven five, and you can pull out if your place is worth three hundred thousand or forty thousand dollars because they'll go to eighty percent of the value of your home. Okay, so okay, so so what I would do is. Um, I would definitely take out a line of credit. It's there for an emergency reason. The best time to take out a line of credit is when you don't need it. So it's there for when you never thought you'd need it. And I said that all in one breath, Lisa. So I got that in. Um, I'm a deep sea diver as well, (laughs) off air. So I strongly recommend. Do you have retirement income coming in for you and your husband? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, retirement income is 100% uh, verifiable income that can be used for qualifying to get a HELOC. Uh, We're working with uh, King County Teachers Credit Union now. They took over that portion of the show. They're phenomenal, and I'll be more than happy to introduce you to the uh, folks over at King County Teachers Credit Union to talk to about a a HELOC, Mary, if you'd like. That would be great. Thank you. All right, let's put Mary on hold, and if you boys could get her information, that'd be great.
0: And here's how David interacts with everyone he does business with, just so you know, because there are people lined up who want free advice, but you can get it from him any day of the week. Jump online to 56david.com, reach out to David Hochberg, Team Hochberg, and um, I, I, I... Definitely hope that on Saturday you'll be talking about the VA loans and the allowable gifts for mortgage transactions.
1: Yeah, I just found, been doing this 23 years, I didn't realize typically Fannie Freddie, FHA, if, if uh, you got a gift for the down payment or closing costs, it had to come from a family member. VA, you could get it from a friend, it doesn't have to be a family member. And since you mentioned it, on this weekend show we have Sarah Leonard. You might have yeah. heard of her before. Realtor Sarah Leonard, David Haas, Miracle Method, Mike Houston, Lindholm Roofing, and a quick shout-out to uh, Kyle Rose and Matt Ashford over at uh, Honda in Schaumburg. They took uh, real good care of me when I was looking for a car for my daughter. Those guys are great. It's a great facility. It's a Bob Rorman Auto Group out there. They do a great job.
0: All right. David Hochberg, host of Home Sweet Home Chicago, you know him from Team Hochberg, 56david.com. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.
2: WGN